It's time to step into the more that God has for you. This is Eunice Lai, and I would like to welcome you to today's episode of Beyond the Building with Laura Pereno and Debbie Kiever of the Beyond Women's Conference. Hi there, friends. Welcome to Beyond the Building as we are in the month of December, and Debbie and I are so excited to be looking at the Christmas uh, story from a fresh perspective this month. We're going to be talking about some very familiar passages in the Word of God. We're going to be looking at what Mary and Joseph and other individuals that we know and love from the Christmas story, what they walked, uh, what their story was like, and then we're going to be asking God to speak into our stories Um, the things that he wants to speak to our hearts at the moment that we're at. So I'm excited for this. Uh, We're in Luke chapter one today, and we'll be sure to tell you what the next passage is going to be at the end of this, um, at the end of this podcast so that you can join along with us. And the way we're doing this, Laura, we've done this before. We're using that reads Bible study tool that, uh, oh my goodness, we've probably spent three or four months on beyond the the building, focusing on how to use this tool, looking at specific scriptures. It's uh, you can't Google it. It's just an acronym <laughs> for read, examine, application, dialogue, and see in the spirit. My uh, father, Kurt Kahn was the one that probably 15 to 20 years ago, the Lord just gave him this kind of Bible study tool. And it combines really good examination of the logos word, the written word of God, and then adds the dimension of listening to the Holy Spirit speak to us, that personal rhema word, which is a the different um, the different word for word in the New Testament. It's R-H-E-M-A. And that's where the Holy Spirit quickens an application for us personally in that moment of time that we're studying the logos word, the written word. So if you're kind of new to that, you're like, I don't even know what she's talking about. You can go back to podcast 92 and that's where we actually taught about that uh, Reads Bible Study tool. But we call we're calling this the Christmas story like a fresh perspective or a fresh look or just what makes it fresh. It's not like we're rewriting scripture. It's a fresh look at Father. What are you speaking to me right now at the end of 2022? And I know you and I have both studied these same passages most of our lives, and what God gave us in our reads Bible study tool this time around is new mm-hmm. it's because we're in a new season. And so we encourage you in the listening community. If you're unfamiliar with the reads Bible study tool, go, go check it out. Podcast 92. And then after you listen to this podcast, go ahead and grab your journal, grab your Bible, and let's see what the father gives you in your own quiet time, looking at a very familiar passage. That sounds good. All right. We're going to look today at Luke chapter one, and we're really starting in verse 26. If you have your Bibles with you on your phone or your, your uh, handheld Bible there, your paper Bible, check this out with us. It says in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, greetings, you are who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Now, Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over Jacob's 
descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin. And then skipping to verse 37, the angel says, no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word be fulfilled to me. Then the angel left her. Now, someone might ask, Laura, why did you just skip a couple passages? And why are we, um, you and I both studied all the way up to 56. Why are we not including that in the podcast? So what you do is when you sit down with your journal, you invite the Holy Spirit to draw your attention to what to what are the passages that he wants to speak to you from in this, in this uh, particular quiet time. And so you read the passages that were drawing your attention. I know you're going to share from that passage. For me, where he actually drew my attention right out of the gate was verse 37, for no word from God will ever fail. And then again, there's a lot more that you can read, but as you move further in 45, blessed is she who believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. So I knew there was something in there that God was drawing my attention to. So then when you move to examine, I start focusing in on those two scriptures and what was the word that God spoke to her that would never fail. So I actually, when you're reading, it's good to look in multiple translations. It's uh, some of the other translations say, and blessed is he, she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her. Um, it's a little bit different than the NIV. If you look at uh, Strong's and you want to see what was some of the original wording for 37, this uh, for nothing will be impossible with God. So I started looking, Laura, at the word nothing, right? Nothing will be impossible with God. In the NIV, it said, for no word from God will ever fail. That word nothing is actually the word rhema. It's the spoken mm-hmm. word of God. So God was saying, no spoken word from the Lord mm-hmm. will ever fail. It will never be found to be impossible. Amen. So as I, I pulled that together, I thought that's wow. Yeah. Wow. The spoken yeah. word, because we do a lot of teaching on that. The spoken word of God it has, has unlimited possibilities. Amen. Amen. And I look back, well, what was crazy? What was the, what was the impossible feeling um, announcement that Mary was receiving. Think about it. You're a virgin. You're going to conceive. You're going to conceive by the Holy spirit and you're going to be the mother of the Messiah. They didn't have ultrasounds. You're going to have a son. Mm-hmm. There was no gender reveal. Yeah, this she's one, the only one that ever knew that. One. That's exactly. right. This is the gender <laughs> reveal. And your cousin who is barren and older, she's six months pregnant. So mm-hmm. you just picture Mary's face going, None mm. of that makes sense. Mm. And and so how in the world can I trust that, that that's going to happen? Mm. And, and in context, that's where 37 falls in. No word from God will ever fail or nothing will be impossible with God. So that's what I kind of focused on in my examine. Amen. I love that because that's that assurance that what was spoken to you. And that's a verse that we all hold on to so many times that nothing is impossible with God, right? And here it was spoken into such an impossible situation that one woman was encountering. I would have loved to have seen what Mary was doing at that moment, Deb, because as I'm reading through this story and, and I, I see Mary and all of a sudden this angel comes on the scene and has this like amazing, amazing declaration to uh, speak over her life. 
I would love to know what she was doing because I think regardless of what she was doing, whether she was just sitting around doing nothing or whether she was working in the fields or she was serving her mom or whatever it might've been, this was a major interruption into her story. She is a young girl. She's getting ready to get married. And all of a sudden an angel appears, comes into her story and gives her an announcement like this. And so I see this whole story. One of the things that kind of hit me was God spoke something that she wasn't expecting at a time that she wasn't expecting. And she encounters an angel and the scripture. One of the things that I've always thought about this passage until I read it, you know, you talk about fresh perspective until I read it for this uh, episode, I always picture the scripture saying the angel appeared and she was afraid because how many times in the word of God are people afraid when they see angels? However, if you look at this passage, Debbie, it's just, it's just, at least one of the crazy wow things for me. It says um, that an angel appeared to her and Mary was greatly troubled or afraid at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. And so I, I just find this fascinating. It doesn't say that Mary was afraid of the angel. It doesn't say that Mary was afraid because there was an angel in the room. I mean, I think that's pretty ginormous right there, but she was afraid. She was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. She was afraid or wondering or troubled at what the angel might have said. And this took me on a journey into the old Testament because this was the angel Gabriel. And he Mm -hmm. comes to Nazareth, a place, honestly, where we all know like what good thing can come out of Nazareth right now. He meets her in this very unexpected place at an unexpected time in an unexpected girl's story, but comes into the story and says, I have a word for you. And she knows it's an angel and this angel is Gabriel. And when we see who Gabriel has spoken to in the past before, now he does speak to Zechariah, but she doesn't recognize this at the story Uh, point. She doesn't know that part of the story, but in the past, he has spoken to Daniel and I'm pretty sure it's in Daniel nine. The angel Gabriel appears to Daniel and tells him, this is, this blew my mind, tells him about the 77s that have to come before the Messiah would be born. And he speaks to Daniel, right? That there's going to be 62 sevens at 62 weeks. And then, which is all figurative. And then another couple of sevens in order to get to the 77s, which would bring her to the time when the Messiah was coming. The Jewish people knew this story. The Jewish people knew that the angel Gabriel had appeared to Daniel, right? They studied, they knew the scriptures, they knew the prophecies. And they're probably thinking, Deb, as they're getting to this time in life, kind of as they're watching for the signs like we do too, right? As we watch on the horizon, it's got to be getting close. And then all of a sudden there's an interruption in her story and Gabriel shows up. Mm. It's like, she knows they're standing at the end of the 77s and Gabriel shows up and she starts to kind of get a little bit afraid and troubled because what in the world is God going to say for me to do mm-hmm. what would he have to say to me? She knew where they were in the in the history here of, of the story. And so it just brings me to this place where I think there are times in my story, I know in your story, and I'm sure in people who are listening, where where we know God is speaking a word. He has come up, he has, let's call it interrupted. It's never an interruption by God, but you know what I'm saying? He's stepping into a place we weren't expecting him and he starts to speak. Mm-hmm. And my fear or my trouble is never that God is speaking to me. I'm always like, yes, I want to hear from God. 
But the troubling part sometimes is, oh my goodness, how is he getting ready to change the way I thought my story was going to go? Yep. You know? And so that, that's really where I was. She was afraid at what it might be that the angel was going to speak because this is not what she was expecting. But I think the cool thing is that the angel speaks, uh, don't be afraid, you know, kind of if God says it, he's going to do it. He's going to complete it. Nothing's Mm going to fail. Like you said. And then he says, Jesus is on the way Mm -hmm. and you've got great favor. So in that place where she's experienced interruption and she knows God is going to speak and she's not really sure if this is the way that she wants to move. Right. Oh my goodness. It's like, he says, number one, you don't have to be afraid of what God's going to say. He's going to get you through. Number two, Jesus is going to be present in this story. And number three, you got favor all over this Mary. So which really makes no sense because she's not, she's not living with Joseph yet. Mm-hmm. And so how in the world is this going to be favor? Because actually this is now man's a, it's, a lack. It's right. It's, it's potentially her death. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So we'll, we'll probably talk about that next week on a podcast, but I mean, it's just how in the world is that favor? Like if yeah. that's favor, I would like to pass on it Yeah. because <laughs> exactly. what, what man looks at versus what God sees two totally different things. So I love it. So I love how also I am smiling because as long as I've known you studying the word, you are all about numbers. And so you are always, I do have, I do love numbers. Yes, I do. <laughs> 77s. That's the laugh at that. So here you do in the exam and you and I similar, similar theme sex section, but you can see where God already pulled us in a little bit different um, focus. So then you look at application. Now you and I spent time look, looking at word studies and history. And so it wasn't like, um, we just did that in five minutes and you and I took time in our own study, but then you step back and you go, all right, father, what's, what's one thing I need to remember one application for me personally. And this is what I wrote, Laura. I need to remember that I can fully place my confidence in your faithfulness to fulfill your promises. Amen. Amen. I'm picturing that little emoji. That's that little fireball that you put on things, right? When it's that bam, yeah. That's even what you just said, and I'm feeling it on mine too. Like I need to remember, bam, that when God starts a conversation with me that may interrupt my plans and leaves me shaking in my shoes, his favor and Jesus presence in my story are evidence that nothing he speaks is impossible with him. Mm. Bam, so, bam. There you go. <laughs> so then the, this, the next part of the rhema word, right, where you're inviting the Holy Spirit to just speak to me personally, what do you want to say? You, you start off in your journal and you might write, Father, what do you want to speak to me? And put your first name in there, Debbie, I want to tell you. And if you're inviting the Holy Spirit to speak, it just starts to flow. It's not, it's not a test, you know, it's just go ahead and let your, let your pen just keep going with the flow of words that are coming. You can look back on it later and critique it later. You can have somebody who's mature in Christ, take a look at it, but the better, the more you practice, the better you get at recognizing his voice. And so I'm just going to read to you literally right out of my journal. This is what he spoke to my heart. Debbie, my plans for your life, they go far beyond what you were able to see right now. My thoughts about your life are beyond your thoughts. When I stir up dreams and ideas deep within you, Don't shut them down and say that they are impossible because I have no limits. I have no limitations. Nothing is impossible for me. So as I stir up the dream within you, 
for what I am asking you to do. Do not shut it down because it doesn't make sense to you right now. I want you to hold tightly to my word, my written word that you love so much to study. Hold tightly to my rhema word, that word that I speak to you directly as you listen to my Holy Spirit. Do not shut down the dream that I am stirring in you, for I have no limits and my word will never fail you. So that's what the Lord, I thought what a courage booster that is. Yes, yes, yes. I love that so, so much. And and this is the Christmas story, Deb. And it's like God is speaking into you, into your story from Mary's story. I just think it's fascinating. Okay, mine is Laura, I want you to know that in the past, I have given you messages through dreams, the word, promptings from your heart and circumstances. As I speak to you now, you aren't afraid of the message because you know how deeply and wildly you are loved. I want you to not be afraid of the message. And this will come into my C thing. Bubbles of new life and beauty are waiting to Mm. be uncovered as your heart receives what I have for you. Wow. So there's that. I almost have this feeling, Laura, that you and I need to take these two rhema words and one year from now, look back at them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. Don't you feel like there's something that God is stirring? I know, I know we've shared just that God is stirring some new things this coming year, but we don't know what they are. And I almost, it's almost a challenge. We need a calendar calendar come up, you know, where we're like, let's go back and read that word. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, it would be kind of fun, Deb, just to look back at last year's Christmas too, from these episodes. Seriously. You know, who knows what God was speaking at that time that we don't even remember. That's right. That's right. why. That. That's why like your podcast on Zikron, you need to go back. That's and right. Remember. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to do that. Okay. So the final part of the reads after you do read, examine, application, dialogue is see in the spirit. And this is where you ask the father, what do you want to show me? And you don't try to interpret what you're seeing. You just kind of with your, with your imagination, God can show you something as you just quiet your heart before him, you just kind of rest and you receive and you write down what he gives you. So I'm going to describe to you what I saw. I see a chi- that child's toy where one box opens and reveals another box. And then that box opens and I'm seeing another box come out, but this is different. One box is opening and out comes a bigger box. And now I'm seeing that box open and out is coming another bigger box. Mm. That's what I was seeing, Lara. So one of the things you can do is ask the father, what do you want to speak to me about that? So I asked, I said, father, do you have any insight about what I just saw? And he said, Debbie, my plans do not make sense in the natural. I operate in the supernatural and I have no limits. So I'm going to be sitting on that for a little bit. Just really <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot there. So what did you get for C? Well, I got, um, actually, I just got back from Mexico not that long ago. And uh, God reminded me of a picture that I took a video of. And I was just watching it again the other night and just brought that back to my mind, which is interesting because like being at the beach has really nothing to do with this Christmas story kind of thing. 
but the the picture is uh it's a video actually i was standing on the side of the, the beach and it was a super crazy ocean day that day and so the waves were really really high and we were staying pretty far off the water but this crazy big wave came and you know crashed on the on the sand and then all of the uh water from the wave just came way up to where we were and i was taking the video at, at this moment and so it got me and the water was up to my knees. And so I'm, I'm seeing this uh, video go as I'm, I'm reading this. And I was like, oh, I get it, Lord. This is li literally what I said. Like, oh, I get it, Lord. In over my knees, the song oceans should come on now. Like you, you're calling me out beyond the waters. Like I totally get that. And then it was like, God really pinpointed. This has nothing to do with knee deep anymore. This has to do with the after effect. And so the wave receded. And what I never noticed as I was walking on the beach, and I didn't see it until after this experience, but what I never noticed was there's all these little itty bitty holes where I guess sand crabs have gone in teeny, mm -hmm. teeny, tiny, tiny little holes. And there's, there's thousands of them. Well, when the water comes in and fills up the holes and then the wave goes back out, all of the little holes start bubbling. And, and I just noticed, and I took, took a video of it. I turned my camera down to the sand because I was fascinated by all of these little bubble, 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 bubble. I mean, everywhere there were little bubbles coming out of the earth. And it was like the after effect of this wave going back where there were these bubbles that were bursting up from underground. Right. Mm, and mm. so even as I was, I was like, okay, so this is not about being knee deep with the song oceans. <laughs> What's going on here, Lord. And that, I really feel like that goes back to that dialogue. I, I, I saw that I had to see before the, before the dialogue, it was when when you walk in interruption, I'm going to speak. You're not afraid. You're going to move. And as you move and the wave recedes, I want you to know that there's going to be bubbles of new life that are going to burst all around this story. And so I was like, okay, well, wow. Wow. Um, I am ready for that, Lord. So, <laughs> I mean, who knows? Of course, it's always unexpected stuff. And Mary said, be it to me, as you say, and she had no clue what no. the rest of her story was going to look like, right? So no. that's what I want to say too. All these bubbles that are bursting, be it to me what you say, Lord. And I know I have no idea what's on the horizon. But um, yeah, that was that was what I saw. I just love it so much. I love how God brings back things to our minds. And I, I love your C because Deb, like, no, um, I don't think any toy manufacturer can make that toy. No. It's impossible for a bigger no. box to come out of a smaller box, mm -hmm. right? It's impossible, but nothing is impossible. Exactly. Oh exactly. So. Yeah. No, there's a whole lot. You could just start to yeah. reflect into about yeah. that, but just what you do with the reads is just kind of stick with it. But uh, it makes me very curious as to 2023, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, what it is that God has planned for my heart, you know, in that. Yeah. And, uh, but everything he speaks into it's why it's important to really take the time to listen to what he wants to speak into your heart. Yes. Because it's, if that's going to give you the uh, direction and the confidence, you know, that you need for the next season of life and you not taking time to listen. Yep. You're, you're kind of going in with your eyes closed. Yes, yes, yes. Amen. No, that's that's right. right. So this is cool. So Laura, next week, when we are working on this podcast together, we are going to look at Matthew one. 18 to 25. This was focusing on Mary uh, receiving an announcement. We're going to look at Joseph next time. Again, very familiar passage, but the encouragement is it may be familiar, but you haven't seen everything. Yeah, that's right. Right. There's always more. And so we're going to, we encourage you, Matthew 1, 18 to 25, go ahead, pull out your own journal. Why don't you do a reads, you know, um, if you're listening to this and then listen a week from now and see what what the Lord gave you. It'd be interesting to see what he draws your attention to. Then we are excited. The, the 
week three and week four, we're going to sit in two more very familiar passages uh, in the Christmas story and and ending in Matthew 2 with my dad. We're bringing my dad mm, back in. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's always fun, right? As you like I to call it. him like dad con, right? Yes, you like to call him dad con it. now yep. um, to end the year with uh, Papa con yeah. on, <laughs> on the podcast. So this has been great. We just appreciate you folks being with us and share this, um, share this with somebody that you would love to encourage to not do the same old, same old with Christmas. It's, it's a new season. It looks differently. And the Holy Spirit has a fresh word for each person. Uh, don't, don't take our word and try to live off of it. You have your own word. Amen, so, that's right. so we just want to thank you for being here with us. So Laura, um, it's been fun doing this with you. We look forward to coming back in a week and revisiting uh, Matthew 1, 18 to 25. Take care, everybody. See ya. Merry Christmas. We believe that God will use what was shared to encourage you as you step into the more that he has prepared for you today. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, remember, you were created for more.